morning and welcome to episode 293 of Taking the Charge with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, loads of hoops going on. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I haven't been able to chance uh, to watch uh, loads of them. Actually, uh, next to none of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, exciting times for basketball fans, without a doubt. Uh, just following them sort of. On the edges, you know, making sure to keep up with the results and and some of the major storylines. Uh, but uh, just uh, NBA, I'm, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to, to watch any of these series right now. Um, uh, Le, you know, Cav- Cavaliers and and Indiana is not compelling enough to, to get up at whatever it is, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then, and, and then, um, you know, this, none of the other series, you know, really are, are, are for me that important that I have to get up and, uh, and watch these games. Uh, and when I do get up early, you know, like I get up early sometimes around five, um, and, uh, I'll turn on a baseball game and, and, and. You know, almost all the time, the the basketball games are 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 over, um, and uh, so you know, and getting up between and getting up, you know, there's a big difference between getting up at two, uh, and I do go to bed relatively early when I'm not working, when I'm not covering games in the evening or whatnot. I get up and around, probably average around five thirty, and watch some baseball. Um, but, um, yeah, getting up then at, uh, two, um, you know, that, that, uh, puts a, a major strain on your, on the rest of your day. Uh, so that's, uh, that's probably the, the biggest reason why I haven't really been watching the games, uh, the NBA games, the, the early games, um, no particular reason, just, you know, just not really, um, you know, have evening, you know, evenings, uh, just, you know, trying to, you know, spend time with my wife and, um, yeah. So, but again, you know, also some exciting stuff. Yeah. So but before we get to it, I'll let you, you know, let, let me let you know how you can get in contact with the show. You can reach me on high new on Twitter at high news, H E I N N E W S. The email address is high news at gmx.de. The website is high news.com. You can find us in Facebook. Go to the, for the Facebook group. Go to Taking the Charge podcast. Uh, put that in the search bar, and you will find us there. Uh, you can rate and review the show on iTunes, and you can go to Patreon and support the show. Patreon.com/slash Taking the Charge. Um, yeah. So since um, since kind of talked a little bit about NBA, um, you know, Toronto, Washington. Um, you know, it looked like, you know, Toronto was, was going to cruise and, um, you know, took the, took the first two games and then, um, yeah, that, uh, it was the, uh, you know, Washington held court two two, um, game five is tonight in Toronto and then Friday and Sunday, um, if need be the Sunday game, uh, in Washington, and then Sunday it would be in Toronto again. Um, you know, it's it's cool to see, you know, Washington not, you know, just cave in and you know, Toronto. Uh, they ended up, um, 
you know, going from 130 to to 103 points scored to to 98. Uh, so you know they're gonna have to they're gonna have to find a way to 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 win battles. Uh, is really the probably the easiest thing to see in that. Um, Boston and Milwaukee um, Celtics held court yesterday at home to keep home court um, to keep home court advantage three two uh, all five games have been won at home and 92 87 you know a battle um, so you know this is gonna be an ugly you know beat em up series and you know this is up to like to uh Antikokombo to to kind of go and do the nasty things not playing dirty at all but you know just get down gritty and and get uh tough stops and, and baskets philadelphia showed their class um you know they 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 won 4-1 over miami uh 27 point win in game one they ended up losing game two and then took the next three 20 point win and then uh a tight uh a tight game four in in uh in miami and then took uh, game five at home to finish up uh, by 13 points so you know it's an impressive group and it's going to be interesting to see now what they do against the boston and milwaukee winner so that's something you know maybe you know maybe get up and watch this, <laughs> those games if they're not too too late um and then you know the the big series, you know, Indiana and Cleveland. Indiana was up two one, um, and um, you know, watching the highlights, you know, kind of gave away game four. Uh, Cavs ended up grabbing it. They 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 um, they now uh, are back on on home court advantage. Uh, they if they can win tonight, they're up three three two. Um, so that's. You know, it's out with the with the Cavs and LeBron James. It's always compelling. Uh, go over to the West. Houston can finish off the 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 Timberwolves tonight. Uh, they're up three uh, one. Took game four in Minnesota by nineteen, and uh, so then, like I said, they can finish that off. And uh, we had to have one. Conference semifinal set with uh, Golden State knocking off the Spurs, as expected. Probably expected in five. You know, people would have, would have expected the the San Antonio to grab one game, um, as at, at the max. Um, but you know, this is just a veteran team uh, of winners. You know, obviously knowing how to do it, and uh, so you have to be have to be impressed with with the warriors uh and and now the spurs are going to have interesting off season uh and now they face golden face and and, and new orleans take uh, face off each other starting on saturday that game one is already started uh starts on saturday so uh after after new orleans uh, swept portland and um you know kind of a kind of interesting that 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 series is going to be starting already um uh i don't know how the schedule is going to look if all the other teams from all the other series you know if they you know if some of them go to seven how that's going to work as far as the scheduling goes uh if these you know if these two teams will always be ahead of the rest 
Um, but that, that'll be something, um, interesting to watch kind of depends on, on the other series. Um, uh, Utah, uh, grabbed, grabbed, uh, home court advantage, uh, by winning uh, game four in Oklahoma city by, uh, 17. Um, and you know, this is a, this is a tough group. This is a, this is a, uh, you know, I, I I'm not the biggest fan of 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 uh, Russell Westbrook, and um, I mean, just a whirlwind player. But um, it just seems to me that he doesn't play with others and, and has uh, some other issues. Uh, you know, just you hear about all, you heard about all the stuff with him going back and forth about uh, you know Rubio, and you know you you. You know that that's I don't to me that's not exactly what you want to be doing concentrating on 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 you know shutting down one player um, uh, when it's about you know your team is down and, and you absolutely have to hold court um, you know Rubio he still scored thirteen with eight assists and, and six rebounds so um, yeah it's it's uh, I I will be happy. I will be happy if Oklahoma City don't make the uh, this the, don't make it, and and also happy that Utah do make it because I think it's a it's a nice group of of unheralded um, players uh, with uh, with Utah. So uh, and and then Utah and, and uh, Utah Houston um, that would be that would be a fun one. I think that. Uh, I, again, I don't. I don't think that Utah can win that one. I, but I. Uh, but I think it would be. Uh, I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be an exciting series. Uh, I know that might sound kind of dry, Utah and Houston, but um, you know Utah, just a rock solid team, and uh, whereas Houston, um, obviously super strong team, but uh, um, yeah, I just uh, that 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 one intrigues me a little bit as well. Uh, Euroleague. Let's let's run over to the Euroleague real quick. Um, we have two game fives, uh, game threes tonight. Uh, CSK could become the first team to book their spot at the Final Four. Um, they have uh, game three at Kimki, uh, and they're up two nothing. Uh, Real Madrid uh, grabbed home court advantage by beating Panathinaikos in game two. Uh, they'll also have the emotional boost of uh, uh, Sergio Lul probably coming back and playing tonight. Uh, Shagiris um, are now on the brink of, of uh, getting back to the Final Four. Actually, look at that. See when the last time they were at the Final Four. It's been ages. Um, uh, Shagiris uh, grabbed home court and, uh, um, yeah, have game four uh, at home. And um, game four at home. And with that, they can get back to the uh, to the Euro to the Euroleague Final Four. Uh, let's see if I can find that real quick. Uh, here we go. Hmm. Ah, here. Uh, Euroleague. There we go. Last sixteen. Sixteen. So. Uh, da da. Last sixteen. Last sixteen. Wow. Uh, Euroleague champion. <laughs> that was the last time they were in the final. They were in the final four. Uh, 1999. Wow, amazing. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, and I tell you what, man. If you don't, if you don't think that um, that Sharuna Yasakevich's uh, uh, 
an amazing coach. Just look at uh, just look at this team that he's got there, and and think that they're going to be in a Final Four. Uh, quite likely going to be in a Final Four. I think they handed the uh, Olympiacos their worst defeat in in twenty years, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> I don't want to say that uh, exactly because I can't remember what that. Uh, hang on. Uh, nah, sorry. Uh, it was the worst loss. The twenty point loss was the first loss in, as the worst loss since uh, playoff loss since two thousand eight. Uh, so yeah, on the brink of the of the final four for the first time since winning the whole thing in 1999. Just so, just an amazing uh, performance uh, so far by that team. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was speechless. Um, I didn't realize that that had it had been that long since they they haven't even they haven't even reached. In fact, this was the this is the first time that they've reached the playoffs since since then. Uh, obviously, different formats formats have gone through the years, but they never even reached the uh, playoffs. Uh, so now they're one win from the uh, final four. Just absolutely fantastic! Uh, what a what a great story. Uh, Fedebache, uh, they fi- uh, missed their first chance to 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 book their spot in the final four. They lost uh, game three at Basconia, who stayed alive. And uh, Fenerbahce, I, I can't imagine Mesconi is going to win those next two games. Nothing, you know, obviously anything is possible, but um, yeah, so uh, Fenerbahce up 2 1 in that series. So um, yeah, everything open still, more or less. I mean, the, the Panathinaikos, Madrid, I might try to watch that game tonight. We'll see uh, what else is going on. All right. Uh, so with that, uh, get uh, let you uh, run over to the interview, and um, uh, had a chance to talk to uh, Derek Willis. Uh, Derek Willis, you're probably wondering, hmm, Derek Willis. Uh, how do I know that name? Uh, Derek Willis uh, was at the University of Kentucky, and uh, he watched one one and done come through after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next. Played four years there, and. Um, um, yeah, got to play with some amazing players, um, but, uh, as, so he talks about that and he talks about, um, talks about, uh, the G League and, uh, also talks about being Native American and playing for Team USA. He was, uh, played, uh, in the Cuba game, the U, the World Basketball, the World, the World Cup qualifiers, um, uh, against Cuba, um, and, uh, talks about being native america and playing for um native american and playing for team usa so uh here's my interview with uh, derek willis enjoy that and uh we will catch you on the other side all right so uh, on the week on the show this week uh derek willis um a usa team uh member uh played for usa basketball uh derek thanks for taking some time no problem. Uh, I guess let's kind of just first start off with um, with uh, your, you know, you just finished your rookie season uh, in the in the G League. Um, you know, you had been uh, signed signed a, a deal with 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 uh, Detroit, and they optioned you uh, to the Grand Rapids Drive. Um, you know, there's been some, there's been some development with the, with the G League, uh, you know, obviously the sponsor and, you know, now I think there's, I think his name's Basley, who's decided to go, 
to the G League instead of the uh, instead of it goes to Syracuse. Uh, you know, there's been sort of talk of an uptick in money um, for. You know, I don't know how much you knew about the G League ahead of time, um, but maybe just in general, what would you? What, how would you? How would you uh, characterize sort of your first season in, in the G League, and, and 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 you know, and just how how it maybe fit or didn't fit with your expectations? Um. Well, I think it, it fit with me. I think because. Um, I thought it gave me like a good opportunity to be, you know, evaluated by, you know, coaches that have been, you know, around the league, you know, they're close with the, you know, the organization you're playing for, uh, you know, and I think you're just, you're playing against more talented players. Um, I think the downfall of it though, obviously is like, you know, the pay and then like your traveling can be, um, you know, not, not that great either. Um, you know, sometimes, but um, I think just, you know, just being around basketball and, like I said, just the, like the talent level is just, you know, it's, it's going to be better than anywhere else. So I think those are definitely like the like the main focuses of that league. What would you say is the biggest thing you took out of it? <laughs> biggest thing I took out of it? Um, you know, just like the grind. Like, I mean, you could, regardless of where you play, you, you, you get what you put into the game. So, I mean, um, it was cool because, like, you got to see some players. Like, there was players where I would go out early and shoot before a game. There was players, you know, coming out, you know, earlier than me. And I thought I was going out there early. So it was just like, you know, it was cool to see that, you know, dudes are working, you know, towards something. And, you know, everyone wants to get somewhere. So, you know, I feel like it just kind of kept me on my toes wanting to, you know, work every day as well. Um, let's Let's go to... Uh, February, uh, when when uh, the USA coaching staff, you know, topped by uh, Jeff Van Gundy, contacted you uh, that you'd be uh, in the 12-man roster for the FIBA Basketball World Cup America's Qualifiers. Uh, what were you thinking? Um, I thought it was crazy. I was like, wow. Like, I, I, you know, I was honored to be, uh, um, you know thought of you know chosen to you know play on that team i didn't make the team in uh it was uh this past august right uh, i think it was for the america but america, I didn't, I didn't exactly make that. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah the america i didn't i didn't make that but um you know it came the opportunity came around again and they gave me a call and i know i got there late but i mean i'm still you know anytime you can represent the country in anything like it's just such you know such a privilege and you know i take a lot of pride in that so and when i got there i was going over plays um, you know, learned everything and like, you know, I would say like a, a night or, a, you know, a morning and, um, you know, that was it, you know, I was, you know, mentally ready to go in there and play and, you know, that's just, you know, it was just a great opportunity for me. How much of that, how much did, did, did Coach Van Gundy kind of take sort of, I don't know, say game, same game plan or whatnot from what you may have seen in the build up to the America Cup then last August? I think like as far as everything from the America that I remember, like the plays and all the calls were the same. Um, you know, I don't think you try to get too crazy with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think his teachings none of that changed. Like he was still the same. Like I remember coming to the America, he was like, "Oh God, what do you what do you do?" Um, 
he would like quiz you so like if you weren't on the court like you know like going through a drill or like you weren't scrimmaging like he would ask you a question just to make sure like to see if you were still paying attention and like he caught me a couple times but <laughs> but uh yeah he was he was doing that and uh you just you, he always kept you on your toes and he was very uh uh, particular about everything you were doing on the court, so I thought that was, you know, really cool. Uh, you got in the game against Cuba. Uh, obviously, it was a pretty clear victory. Uh, but you know, having USA across your chest, you know, representing the the, the country internationally for USA basketball, uh, what was that like? Yeah, it's probably like the best feeling in the world. You know, like I mean, you know, like I said, you know, anytime you could, you know, represent USA doing anything. Uh, I mean, I feel like just like this new sense of pride, you know, comes out and you like, uh, I don't know, just like the game is so much more and like, you know, just just everything is it's like literally the best feeling. How cool is it that you were able to share that with Aaron Harrison? Obviously, one of you, one of the guys you uh, were with uh, at Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I mean, it was good catching up with him and, uh, you know, I know he's been, you know, up and down. In the, in the league, but uh, I mean, he's obviously a very talented player. I feel like you know anyone on that team could be in the league, you know, given the right opportunity. So um, it was cool, like I said, catching up with them. And uh, you know, I hope the best for him moving forward. I think he uh, actually signed on with Dallas. Maybe I think I seen him for the rest of the season, or he's up there now. So uh, you know, I'm just hoping the best for him. What was? What do you think about this whole? Uh... Um, this new competition system. I mean, I don't know how much you knew ahead of time, but you know now they have these windows during the season. Um, you know, what do you, what do you think about you know having a, having a break and going out to to play for your country during this season? Um, it's cool. Um, you know, it just you get you see a new set of faces. Um, I mean, depending on where you go, you get a you get a nice little trip. So, and you're still doing something you love. So I, I don't really, you know, I think it's like it's like a great thing. Um, and like I said, I mean, you're representing your country, so you can't really complain about that. What did you think about the crowd? How how into the game were they? Um, it was. I, I felt like there was more. Uh, well, we, we had you know a good crowd of uh, you know, obviously American people there, but there was. I think we played. Uh, who was it? Oh, Puerto Rico. Like those people were insane. Like they brought all these like uh, I don't even know like bells and like drums and all this like stuff like making all this noise. And I, I didn't know that like you could do that, but uh, I guess like FIBA rules are different. So um, yeah, it was cool. It was entertaining. You know, uh, made the game fun, and uh, you know just brought the competition out. And, you know, you know both sides. Uh, one of the one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to have you on also was because you actually have um, uh, you're actually Native American. Uh, your your mother is is uh, part so, uh, Southern Arapaho. Is that right? Is that how you say that? Yeah, she's uh, Southern Arapaho. Arapaho, uh, Pawnee, and, and Creek. Uh, yeah. As 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 uh, you know, um, as someone who's Native American. Uh, how much more special was that playing for the USA? Uh, I, I think it just it's special to me because you know it just shows uh, um, in the Native American community you know which you can like you just like put your you know put work towards something then you could definitely like you know make it somewhere big and I know 
you know, there's, you know, select few Native American athletes that are playing basketball right now that are, like, you know, playing at a very high level. So, you know, I think it's cool, you know, when I go back and do, like, camps during the summer, like, I'm invited out to speak or just, you know, go meet with someone that uh, it's, uh, you know, I feel like I'm a role model to younger kids and uh, hopefully can show them that they can, you know, they got the best foots moving forward and, you know, they can get it, get to wherever they need to get. Just got to, you got to want it bad enough. How how good do you think uh, some of these guys? I mean, you know, we if you think of uh, Bronson Koenig, you know, he played a major role for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, there's uh, you know there's a couple other guys, a couple of Native Americans. You know, how good do you think these guys are? Really good. You know, I mean, I think it's just as simple as um, you just look at somebody and if they you know if they could play, they can play, and if they can't, then you know it'll get shown out on the court. So um, you know. And I feel like, uh, you know, the Native American athletes have obviously proven ourselves. And uh, I think this year, me and Bronson, um, you know, we definitely went out and had something to prove and, um, you know, show our abilities. And, you know, hopefully we get the call up. And if not, you know, we've still got work to do. And I think if we're not there now, then we'll be there eventually. So that's just kind of how I feel about it. I, I know I can play in the league and um, I know I belong up there. I think it's just, a, you know, a matter of time. Do you think there's 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 more recognition that that uh, Native Americans can can you know really I mean which makes total sense can play just as good as anybody else? Uh, yeah, I think no question. I mean, it's just it's really just what you bring to the table, regardless of you you know Native American or whatever. Um, you just gotta like I said, work at it, and uh, if you're good enough, you're good enough. Really. How much is that part of your life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I uh, I was living in like Wyoming, shoot, until I was like five, on, uh, close to Wind River Reservation, and uh, me and my dad moved back from there because my dad's from Louisville, Kentucky. So me and him took a cross country uh, road trip back to Kentucky to kind of get started, and um, yeah. So I mean, I kind of like fell off with it like during that period of time from when I was like I would say five up until I graduated high school and I would think even um, during college I started to like have like a more like sense of pride with it because like you know you're getting older I feel like when you're a kid like you're just trying to like enjoy life and um, or, you know whatever but um, you know speaking to my grandma and um, just seeing how like my family was with that you know you know being involved with the Native American community and how much more like I learned about it I was like man this is awesome stuff and you know I felt like I needed to take a you know bigger sense of pride with that and I felt like that's kind of what I'm doing now is that when the start and is that kind of when the when you started to have the ideas for the for the the tattoos as well yeah yeah I was like in, I don't know I just I just I'm, like been, that's just something I like you know I just like tattoos and I was like you know I feel like it's uh you know, definitely a way to express yourself. And I was like, you know, why not, um, you know, do some Native American theme ones. I feel like uh, it, was, it was only right. What are some of your favorites? I mean, I know there's the the American headdress on the shoulder. I know there's the there's the um, uh, the the wolf. Uh, maybe maybe some of your favorites. Um, I think definitely the Dreamcatcher is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the uh, the. You know, 
the dead Native American chief headdress on my left shoulder. I think that was like one of like the first ones I got. Um, so I think those two really do stick out to me. I have like a wolf um, tattooed on my uh, left rib cage. That wasn't too fun, but um, yeah, I mean they just they all uh, you know they all mean so much to me. And um, you know I, I plan on adding a lot more. I just you know I'm on a G League salary, so gotta wait till uh, <laughs> next contract. So what do you have? What would you have planned if you had some money now to kind of mess with? Uh, I don't know. I'd hate to see that, but it would probably get really bad. <laughs> probably do both my arms. Uh, I think some probably my back. That'd be about it, though. Honestly, though. Um, this this uh, this game against Cuba was actually not the first time you had USA on your chest. Uh, you actually played at the uh, Albert Schweitzer tournament way back in 2012. Uh, <laughs> Probably your first trip abroad, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were out. In, I want to say it was Mannheim, in Mannheim, uh, Germany. Germany. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a couple of those guys that uh, you've, uh, you know, that people have seen since then. You know, Zhu uh, uh, Zhu the Japanese, the the big uh, um, Chinese guy who's with the Rockets. Uh, Shady Osman, who's with the uh, uh, who's with uh, Turk uh, with um, Cleveland. And also Willie Hernan Gomez, who actually you faced with with Spain. Um, maybe what do you remember about that about that tournament? Uh, I mean, it is uh, eight uh, six years ago now. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was a cool experience. Um, you know, some of those kids that uh, was on the team with me, you know, I played against um, AU and you know different stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. It was cool just to go out and uh, I mean, really see Germany. The basketball stuff was insane. That was like the first, like, um, I would say, like, I guess FIBA international experience. So, like, you know, you had, I think we played Serbia one game, and, like, those, their fans were nuts. Like, they were, like, saying all kinds of crazy stuff to us. Like, they had this, like, this big drum. Like, they, they, like, they wouldn't stop beating it the whole game. Like, you couldn't hear anything. And then, um, yeah, it was just nuts. I think Jeremy, like, we played we scrimmage Jeremy, and they, like, destroyed us. So, um, as far as that went, that wasn't fun. But, um, you know, just getting out there, and, you know, you're obviously playing basketball. So, uh, you know, it's just good to be in a gym wherever. It doesn't matter. Uh, one of the things that I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like to ask you about also is um, uh, Kentucky. You know, People always, when they think of Kentucky, they think of, uh, you know, all these one-and-done guys, you know, these super elite guys that come in. Um, and, you know, as someone who was there for four years, you know, you saw a lot of them come in. Um, I guess there were six McDonald's All-Americans when they came in uh, came in your, your, your freshman year um, with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Julius Randall, the Harrisons, Takari Johnson, a uh, couple of them. And then the sophomore year you had... Booker Lyles, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and Ulis come in, um, and it and it never really stopped. I mean, Briscoe, Scal, uh, Murray, and Humphreys as a junior, and then Bam, um, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Monk, and Gabriel. Um, I, I guess just the first question is, what it's like to see those guys um, uh, just come in and 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 the talent level that you're facing on a daily basis in practice um i mean I, it definitely helped me out uh no question uh i mean i had a guard because uh, for a while i was pretty much just i don't feel like i was just like a practice player honestly so it was like you know somebody got hurt 
oh Derek come on you gotta you gotta play their spot now so it was like at any point I'd be playing like the, anywhere from like the two to the five position so uh, and, and when we was practicing you know a lot of the defense that we did uh, my whole time there we would switch everything so it was like if I was guarding say Carl um, he goes up to set a pick I'm gonna have to guard Tyler Uliser, you know um, you know a point guard now so it was like yeah it helped me guard different positions and then offensively I felt like I started to figure out really what I did well and how I could use that to you know keep myself out on the court so um, yeah I mean I, I benefited so much from being there like there's I, I'm gonna have to thank all them guys one day because they made me you know so much more better of a player than I am now how hard how difficult was it from year to year, you know, seeing so many guys come in who had such big roles in the team, and then they leave, and new guys come in that took basically those leadership roles right back. But then also having coach trying to figure out everybody's personalities and and, and meshing them into a unit with high expectations. Right. <laughs> on top of that, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's a tough job, but you know, I think everybody. Pretty much, I don't know, every year I was there, like, we never had, like, a dude who would just, like, stray away from us. Like, we all knew we had to depend on each other. And uh, if, if people wanted to get to the league, then, you know, you had to get it done in college first because, you know, your whole you know, your draft stock, you know, teams looking at you, that all depended on that. So, you know, we just, you know, and I think that's what was so great about Cal. You know, he made you buy into that, and he showed you the vision and where, you know, you know, uh, you could be if you just put in the work and the time and, you know, just band together for, you know, whatever it is, six, seven months or eight months. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's just crazy to really think about. Like, I, I, there's no way I could do it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we never had a chemistry issue, I felt like. Maybe early on, like, when we were trying to figure out how to play with each other. But I think as the, like when it, when it counted, like, in March and February, that's when we started playing our best basketball because everyone was like, all right, you know, it's, you know, it's showtime. Like, we can't, we don't need no mistakes. And, you know, that's, like I said, when we played the best. As someone who spent four years, you know, seeing you know, great guys come in and go out, um, I just would be interested to see what your opinion of, of the one-and-done rule is. The one and done rule. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think I'm. I don't. I don't really like it. I would say, but I mean, you know, rules are rules, and um, I feel like Cal's did a really good job at Kentucky. You know, you know, using that rule. He's brought in, you know, very, you know, very talented players every year. And he every year he's competing for, you know, a national title. He's always in the mix. So I think that says something. And. Uh, you know, I just, you know, took it how it was. I was getting going to get, you know, probably recruited over every year. But, you know, I didn't let that be, um, you know, I didn't let that get me down. You know, I just, I just kept working. I got an opportunity my junior year to really play some, I felt like, quality minutes. And uh, I just made the most of it and never, you know, never looked back. So, um, you know, just that's all it is. You know, you just put the work in and you're good enough, you're good enough. Um, let's, let's get away from the court. Uh, real quick, um, I saw somewhere that you're a superheroes uh, superhero fan. Superhero fan? I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was wondering if you had seen uh, Black Panther and what you thought about that one. Black Panther? Uh, oh yeah, I, I definitely seen it. It was. Uh, I mean, it was a great movie. Uh, I think it was like the, what the was it the highest grossing movie ever now or something or one of the top three. I don't know, but uh. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Definitely, I'm 
Uh, I think when that Infinity War comes out, it's probably about to knock it out. But um, yeah, definitely though. I'd I'd recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Um, I saw somewhere video games also as well. What do you uh, What do you play nowadays? Uh, well, I'm engaged now, so whenever I get a chance to play a video game, it's you know, I'm grateful. But, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, um, I just play like whatever my friends are playing Jersey when I'm on. So it's like right now it's Fortnite, and uh, I think that's like the craze. So um, that's just usually what I stay on though. And Netflix though, that you can do with her. Uh, Netflix, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we got to compromise on you know TV shows and all that too. So, um, she really likes uh, Grey's Anatomy. So, uh, you know, I try and like, you know, watch that, suffer through some episodes. Is that still uh, going even? Yeah, yeah, it's still going. Oh my god, it's still going. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what are your what are your go to ones? Maybe even the ones when she's not watching. Uh, I mean, it's just like some of the more like, um, like Pablo Escobar type mm-hmm. things like I watch Ozark it's uh it's like about a guy who launders money for uh I think it's like the Mexican cartel and um that, that's pretty good but I finished that and then um I've been looking you know for something new to watch so I'll have to check it out do you binge watch then when you have a chance yeah oh yeah well like when you're on the road and stuff it's like I don't know you uh I mean you're stuck in a hotel for however long so it's like I mean, you gotta do something so that's usually when I you know get to work on that yeah um you mentioned uh when you were talking about this season at the um with the drive that you were kind of able to play how you were when you were when high school um you know, part of that is also just because you know you're you're able to take over a little more of a leadership role. Just you know, going back to what we had, were talking about with with those guys, you know, in Kentucky. Um, knowing you know, you, you average so you, for those who might not have a chance to look, so you you average almost 12 points and nearly um, and nearly seven rebounds a game. Uh, you also got the the recognition from you know Jeff Van Gundy to to play. Uh, for USA Basketball and the qualifiers. Um, so season one as a professional is done. Um, I saw, you know, you also mentioned, you know, it's it, it's a it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty nasty grind. Um, you know, just just maybe, you know, what your thoughts are, um, you know, after after this season now, going looking ahead to to maybe next year now. Um, I just think after seeing like the playing field. I feel like I could definitely play in the league, and um, yeah. So I'm just now I'm just starting to get ready, trying to make a two-way contract, trying to uh, make a roster would be obviously the you know the goal. But um, you know I'm not gonna let it get me down. I feel like just you know whatever happens, will happen, and just gotta put in the work, and that's it. Is USA basketball this summer something that you would uh, try to see if uh, coach wants to bring you in? Or it just happens what happens, yeah. or definitely, you know, if I get the call, I'll be there, and uh, if not, then I'll be waiting for it. So, and and how much is uh, obviously the the number one goal is the the NBA, but is is uh, is Europe something that that uh, would interest you at all, or is uh, or is staying close uh, with the with the with uh, with the G the G League uh, more likely the option that you would go. Um, I would probably just uh, like after doing the G League this year I feel like I would just try and um, 
you know, whatever. I think that like the the best contract overall, I would probably like look at. I think I did the G League just to see if I had the opportunity in the league, and I didn't get a call up with any team. So um, I'll probably just, uh, you know, after summer league, if I do summer league and all that, I'll just, you know, weigh my options again, and uh, you know, if G League's the option. I'll see how you know what the deal is with that, and if not, I'll probably just you know go overseas. I have no problem going overseas. Like you know, it'd be great to go over there. I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess um, I guess that's all I got for you. Um, all right. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, good luck. This. I mean, so what? What do you? So what do you end up doing this summer? I mean, just working out, improving your game, then, or hoping, hope, hoping that maybe, maybe you get a call for uh, for for June, July. Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking like now. And then, what are you working on then? Um, I think I'm probably gonna head to Vegas here at the end of April. I think is what it's looking like. And but what are you working on as far as your game goes then? Oh, I feel like just you know, um, I think flexibility, being a better defender. Um, just trying to improve my overall, you know, strength, and then uh, try and be a, uh, an elite shooter instead of just a good shooter. All right, fantastic. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Okay, yeah, you know, that was just uh, um, that's just a uh, you know perfect story for me. Um, you know, the just so many aspects to to with him to, to talk about and, and get his insight on, you know, I really, you know, the, the one and done rule is being discussed right now, again, is in the news, whether or not it's going to be abolished. Um, and, uh, you know, the world cup qualifiers are here, you know, G league, you know, there's, there's talk about, you know, one, you know, there, now there's a, there's a, there's a high school senior who's now deciding to go to the G league instead of going to take his offer, uh, his, um, his scholarship for Syracuse, uh, Marcus Baisley, something Basley or something like that. Um, can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so, so that, you know, they're trying to push that league a little bit and, you know, um, so lots of stuff, to, lots of uh, interesting stuff in that interview. Hope you guys enjoyed that. All right. Last thing to let you know is what you're going to be listening to. The song's called Baldo's Blues. It's available. Um, it's by Billy Tor- Torello and it's available on freemusicarchive.org. Enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the, um, yeah, massively important games in the NBA and in the, in the EuroLeague. And we'll talk to you next week.
this is Per Antic, Macedonian national team captain and a member of Atlanta Hawks, and you listening to Taking Charge.